Did you know Granny McDuff now has a Patreon? You can get all episodes ad-free. Games, puzzles, calendars, and more. You can even get discounts off Granny merch. Sign up now on Patreon. Go to GrannyMcDuffENT.com for more information. Good evening, children. It's Granny McDuff, ready with a story. So make yourselves comfy, and I'll begin. Once upon a time, there lived a goblin called Hobnob. Some called him Hobby, others Nobby, but he preferred Hobnob. Hobnob was quite obsessed with Christmas. He loved it so much. In fact, he even called himself a Christmas goblin. Even more than Christmas, he loved Santa Claus. From the moment his mother told him about Santa, Hobnob was sure he would one day work in Santa's workshop. When he was of age, Hobnob packed all his things and said goodbye to his family. Then off he went to the North Pole. He travelled for weeks. And while most goblins are more inclined to stay in warmer climates, Hobnob was ready for the cold and the snow and, most importantly, a hot chocolate upon his arrival. He wondered what Santa would be like and the elves. So many friends to make, he thought. Finally... He saw it. The beacon. The marker. Hobnob could not believe it. All these years of dreaming, finally his dreams were coming true. Then he saw it. The sun was setting and it was growing dark. But the light never failed. The North Pole. The lights were on in the houses and in the workshops. There were reindeer wandering about. And elves! They shuffled to and fro, all quite busy, for Christmas was approaching very quickly. Oh, 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 I made it! Hobnob cried as he ran toward the town. I wonder if Santa is taking visitors. I should like a cup of hot cocoa for Mrs. Claus. He walked around for a bit and then saw the door to the workshop. Toys! he exclaimed. I shall be the best toy maker the North Pole has ever seen. He wandered in and went right up to the elf who was taking notes on a big chalkboard. Hello, Mr Elf. I'm Hobnob. I've come to make toys, he said. The elf turned and sized him up. Pish posh, you can't make toys. You're not an elf, he replied. But Master Elf, you see, my name is Phineas. I am head toy maker here, and you are breaking the rules. Phineas pointed to a sign in the corner. Rules. Smile always. Make toys with love. No cookies or cocoa in workshop. 
be on time. No snow angels until work is done. Always give your fellow elves a hand if they need it. And no goblins. Don't you see that? The sign is quite clear. We just cannot have anyone else but elves here. We are fast, we are cheerful, we are nimble. And you, goblin, are not. I'm sorry to say, Phineas told Hobnob. He could not believe it. He came all this way, dreamed all these years, and now so simply being turned away? I shan't have it, he cried. You see, I love Christmas too much. I will make toys, I will be the best, I will sit with Santa in his sleigh. I will be an elf. Hobnob was quite nimble. He rolled under the tables, leaped through the aisles, and never missed a beat. Never seen a goblin that agile, muttered one elf. Hobnob ran about the toy shop and found himself in the doll department. He pulled a few parts off a shelf and then carried them over to the table, looking for a spot he might sit and work at. One elf, a girl, made room for him at the table. You can sit here, she said. Thank you, Hobnob replied. He sat and began. All the elves watched. Hobnob tried and tried, but he could not figure out how to put the doll together. But I know I can do it, he said. You are a goblin, Phineas said. We are elves. We are toy makers. You are troublemakers. You must go at once. Hobnob was not going to give up that easily. But he needed to figure out what he could do to get them to teach him. He was determined to be a toy maker. On his way out, Hobnob stumbled. He hit a shelf of dolls. Two began to fall, but Hobnob caught them. Crisis averted. Then the shelf came crashing down. Hobnob could not catch all the dolls. The little elves were so upset. See what you've done, they cried. Hobnob ran out. Tomorrow would be a new day and he would show the elves what he could do. He walked just to the edge of town and set up his little tent. He lit a fire and made his own hot cocoa. He waited to see if any of the elves would join him, but they did not. In the morning, Hobnob returned to town. Oh, 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 how wonderful it is! Look, a reindeer! He ran up to the reindeer. Oh, which one are you? he asked. Oh, don't tell me, um, uh, Dasher, Prancer, Vixen! You're Vixen! I know it! I'm Donna, the reindeer replied, then walked away. Oh, 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 Donna, wait! But Donna did not. He trotted off towards the stables. Oh, 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 the sled workshop, 
Hobnob cried. He peeked in. Elves hard at work making sleds. And the chocolate factory? He looked in the window and sure enough, there inside were elves making chocolate. The taste tester elves sat at two tables. One to taste the chocolate and the other to taste the hot cocoa that was made from the chocolate. Oh, 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 I bet I could do that, Hobnob cried. He ran to the next building. Another toy workshop. This one, toy cars. Hobnob continued around town, quite overzealously peeking in windows, knocking on doors, yelling in excitement. The elves were too busy. They just kept on about their day. But Hobnob was quickly becoming a distraction. He found a cart serving hot cocoa. The elf running it gave him a nice big mug with whipped cream on top. Oh, this is the best hot cocoa I have ever had. I thought I perfected mine. It's pretty good. Maybe I'll bring you one tomorrow. Maybe I can help you make the hot cocoa. But before the elf could answer him, Hobnob had spotted something. Santa's sleigh. It was inside a building with a huge window right next to the stables. He got so excited that he spilled his hot cocoa all over himself, but he did not seem to care. Oh, 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 I can't believe it! It's his sleigh! His sleigh! His sleigh! Shh! said the elves. Santa is resting. Oh, why is he resting? What's happening? What's going on? Hobnob asked. Santa's got a cold. He needs rest and quiet and you are not helping, said an elf. Santa's sick, said Hobnob. But what about Christmas Eve? The children? Why don't you leave it to the professionals, hmm? The elf replied and walked away. Hobnob was beside himself. How could Santa be sick? Christmas Eve was only a day away. I'll be quiet so he might rest and be better for tomorrow, said Hobnob. And so he went back to his tent and rested. When night fell, he lit a fire and made his own hot cocoa. Hello there, said a voice. Hobnob looked up. It was the elf who had made room for him at the doll-making table. I know you, said Hobnob. You were nice to me. I'm Ingrid, she said. Hobnob, he replied. Nice to make your acquaintance, Ingrid instructed. Would you like some hot cocoa? he asked. Please, she replied. Hobnob made her a cup. Mmm, this might be the best hot cocoa I've ever had, Ingrid said. The one in town was better, said Hobnob. You were mistaken. This is superb, she told him. Hobnob was quite flattered. Why won't they let me make the toys? he asked. Well, you see, we are really in a time crunch. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. The children need their toys and you're running around excited and yelling and knocking things over and spilling things isn't helping, said Ingrid. 
Oh, said Hobnob. We are all excited too, but we can't show it until after our work is done. Because if we don't get every toy ready for delivery on time, we have failed. She explained. I understand. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cause trouble. I've just dreamed of this my whole life," said Hobnob. "Here," said Ingrid. She handed him a big picture book. "This is the North Pole Naughty Book, not to be confused with Santa's book, but it's all about those who've come here trying to help, or to see us at work, or to just plain sightsee." But they've always caused trouble, and they're all goblins. It's why you're rule number seven. No goblins. Hobnob opened the book. He looked at the first page, a rather elaborate drawing of a goblin knocking over the hot cocoa cart. That was euphorious, Ingrid said. He was quite nice, minus the breaking of the cocoa cart. On the next page was another illustration. This one of a goblin scaring the reindeer. Odd, but she said, the reindeer didn't come out of the stable for three days. That goblin thought he was some sort of magician. It was a mess. And the third drawing was of a goblin sitting at Santa's kitchen table. Gringle, he thought he'd cook Mr. and Mrs. Claus breakfast. But instead, he almost burned the house down. Who wants charred eggs? Said Ingrid. He was certainly the biggest troublemaker we've ever had here. He also almost toppled the toy factory, which is a quite impossible feat, or so we thought. So this is why I'm not welcome. I see now, but I'm not like these guys. I don't want to cause trouble. I want to help. Said Hobnob. Maybe after Christmas I can give you some lessons in toy making, and then, if you're good enough, we can see about getting you a spot in the lineup. That would be the most, the most stupendous thing anyone has ever done for me. Hobnob cried. He ran around the fire and hugged Ingrid. You are wonderful, he told her. Well, don't get too excited over it. I can try, and we've seen how nimble you can be, hopping around the toy shop like that. But you must practice and take your time. Nothing good ever got done while rushing, she said. I promise I'll do my very best, Hobnob said. The next day, Hobnob worked on staying cool, calm, and collected. He walked about studying the elves, how they walked, how they talked, how they sipped their cocoa. If I'm going to stay here, I've got to be the best elf there ever was, he thought to himself. It was Christmas Eve day, and the elves were rushing about. Last-minute builds, fixes, and tweaks needed to finish and load into the sleigh before it was time for Santa to leave. Hobnob did his best to stay out of everyone's way. He even delivered hot cocoa to any elf who seemed quite frazzled. They appreciated it greatly, and the most important elf, Phineas, 
took note of this. Despite his aversion to goblins, Phineas loved all creatures and wanted to welcome anyone who wanted to be a part of the North Pole, as long as they added to it and did not make trouble. But there was a bigger problem this year. Santa still had a terrible, terrible cold. Santa sneezed. He was sitting by the fire with Mrs. Claus. Phineas, the head elf, was there too, sipping a hot cocoa with a peppermint candy cane in it. If I'm down the chimney in the house and I sneeze, I'll wake the children. I cannot have that. I, I must have someone to help me. Someone crafty, someone spry, who can get down the chimney, put out the presents and get up to the roof lickety-split, Santa said. The elves are nimble, but they are all exhausted after today. I worry they won't be quick enough. Who will know how to get around without waking anyone? Hmm. Funny enough, we just might have him, said Phineas. Who is it? Santa asked. We had an unexpected visitor arrive this week, a goblin. He's very enthusiastic about being a toy maker in your workshop, Phineas explained. I suppose we could give him a chance. It's the right thing to do. And though they may be mischievous, goblins are quick on their feet. Let's give the little fellow a shot, said Santa. As long as he doesn't go anywhere near my kitchen, said Mrs. Claus. Yes, that was quite a show, said Santa. But this goblin could be different. Let's see what he's made of. Give him a coat and I will meet him by my sleigh, Santa said. Phineas went out to find Hobnob. The goblin was standing off to the side, watching the elves harness the reindeer to Santa's sleigh. All right, goblin, you've got your chance, said Phineas. My chance? Hobnob asked. Santa's got quite a serious cold. If he sneezes and wakes the children, it could make for a disastrous Christmas Eve run. He needs help, and it seems you are the goblin for the job, Phineas explained. Me, little Hobnob, riding in Santa's sleigh, helping Santa deliver toys? Hobnob was so overcome, he up and fainted. Before he knew it, he was awake, laying in the snow, and Phineas and Ingrid standing over him with a hot cocoa and an elf's coat. We haven't got time for this, Hobnob. This is your chance, Ingrid told him. So get up. Let's go. Hobnob was on his feet in no time. There's no need for a go-go. I am ready, he told them. He put on the coat and buttoned it up nice and tight. Santa is waiting, Phineas said. Hobnob mustered all his strength and walked up to Santa. But he was at a loss for words. Mm, um, I, um, hello, 
uh, Santa dreams oh, Christmas North Pole he stuttered hello Hobnob I hear you've come all this way to make toys Santa said I have Santa Hobnob replied you can do that the rest of the year tonight well, shoot. you're with me you're going down the chimneys I'll tell you which present goes where and for whom, but it'll be you. You must save Christmas, Santa said. I'm the goblin for the job, Santa. I promise you that. I will not let you down, Hobnob assured him. And so they got into the sleigh. Let's go! Lead the way, Rudolph! The reindeer began to run. And before Hobnob knew it, they were flying. Up they went into the night sky. It was crystal clear, and even the North Star winked at them. I will guide your way, Santa, he said. Good to see you again, old friend, Santa exclaimed. When we arrive, I will give you the toys. And you will go down the chimney, and my hat will bring you back up. Squeeze the pom-pom at the end, and up you'll go. But make sure each present is under the tree before you do. Take your time, but be quick. We've got a lot of deliveries, my friend. Hobnob was over the moon. He was Santa's number one helper now. And he would not let him down. At the first house, Santa fitted his hat right onto Hobnob's head. He gave him the bag full of toys and told him exactly which presents were for who. It's important you know that, for when you place them, you must say the child's name. We leave a little bit of magic behind. Each gift is meant for each child, Santa explained. I will remember, Santa, said the goblin. And don't forget, two bites of cookie and one big sip of milk, Santa reminded him. And down the chimney she went. The house was quiet. A little girl slept in a large chair in the corner of the room, presumably waiting for Santa. But she had fallen asleep. Hobnob tiptoed to the tree and delivered each present. Mary, Thomas and Bernard. Each present sparkled as he put it down. Looks like fairy dust, Hobnob thought. How magical! And on they went to every house. Hobnob delivered the presents and not one child woke up, despite a few rooftop sneezes from Santa. And then, the last house. Down the chimney, Hobnob squeezed. He pulled the presents out from Santa's sack and placed them under the tree. Annabelle and Lucas, he said. You're not Santa, said a little voice. Hobnob gasped. He turned very slowly and 
and saw little Annabelle standing before him. I'm... I'm a friend of Santa, he replied. Why do you have my presents? Where is Santa? She inquired. Well, he, he's got a cold, you see, so I'm helping him. We don't want his sneezers waking anyone up. Hmm, that makes sense. Can I meet him? She asked. Not on the roof, but here's a secret. If you look out the window, you might see us fly away. Hobnob told her, and he went to the chimney. Don't forget your milk and cookies, she said. Oh, yes. Hobnob took two bites of cookies and a big gulp of milk. Happy Christmas, Annabelle, he said, and he was off. He climbed back into the sleigh. On Dasher, on Dancer, on Prancer, on Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donna, on Blixen, Santa cried. Lead the way home, Rudolph! Rush Off they went, up into the night sky, pointing straight at the North Star towards home. Hobnob turned around and saw little Annabelle in the window. She waved and he waved back. When they arrived back at the North Pole, Santa made an announcement. Hobnob here saved Christmas. I could not have done it without him. Not one child did he wake, except for the last. You knew Santa? Hobnob asked. I know everything, little goblin, Santa replied. Now shoot! And Hobnob is now an official toy maker. You need to teach him that he is one of us. Rule number seven is amended. It is now Goblin's welcome. Merry Christmas and happy holidays all. Let us celebrate for our work begins at first light in two days time. The elves cheered. We elves may get a day off, but you, Goblin, start your training at sunrise tomorrow, Ingrid said to Hobnob. I'll be ready, he replied. The End And now it's time to take a deep breath, close our eyes, so that we may drift off into a world of our own adventure. Good night, children. <laughs>